Hello, thank you for joining HRD with our podcast, Tech and HR. How does it relate to experience, authenticity and problem solving today? I'm Finn Murphy, HRD Connect Content Manager, and I'll be your host. Joining me is Jill Papelka, President of the innovative HR tech company, SAP SuccessFactors. Jill, in the last few years, you've worked across Asia before returning to the US to take up a new role. Do you think your international background has influenced how you operate today? You're absolutely right. The international experience was a was a huge help in understanding how to um, how to navigate through the unknowns of this current environment. And so, when I was in Asia, you know, I was working with a, a number of different cultures, different backgrounds, different experience sets, people who just had a completely different experience with the world, and engaging those people over the time zones and over the cultures and um, and over the languages and bringing those together and helping ensure that we had a diversity of thought when we were making decisions for the business um, in that region, really helped us understand how to do that in a global world today, right? Because because since we can't be together physically, we still need to include all those amazing perspectives. It's it's like um, a huge vote for the inclusivity that we all know is so important today. No, fantastic. I think um, when you are, as you said, embracing uh, people from such a different realm of backgrounds, it not only makes you realize, you know, diversity in sex, you know, gender, uh, race, but also neurodiversity, different ways of thinking you get from approaching the world. Oh, exactly, exactly. So, and just as an example of that, um, so I have a 16 year old son, his name's Cole. He's, um, he's severely dyslexic. And even though he's dyslexic, he is brilliant in a ton of different ways. He just built like a model of the international space space station, and we've seen it going over uh, the U.S. recently. I've been able to watch it outside. Um, but, you know, he could envision what that looked like and, and build it. And he just built a PC, right? And, and he's young, and he, he doesn't read a lot of directions, but he can figure it out because his mind just works that way. And, and I think sometimes we, um, we discount someone who's quieter or maybe processes a little bit slower when they have amazing intelligence and value to bring to a conversation. No, definitely. I can imagine that um, bringing that sort of neurodiversity is a a massive, uh, a a real point of interest for uh, everyone at SAP Success Factors. Yeah, as a matter of fact, at SAP, we have a program called Autism at Work, and we bring in um, autistic individuals because they have amazing processing power and they can really help us in a number of ways with uh, with testing and quality assurance. Um, And it's really just highlighting the strengths and gifts that they have and applying those to business problems. No, that makes um, that makes complete sense. I think something else that SAP Success Factors can be recognised for is its real embrace of uh, technology and innovation, which is becoming ever more important in the uh, in the marketplace. But I suppose that uh, among sort of um, commentators today, you want to strike the right balance between man and machine. Almost, how do you think that you manage to strike the right balance at SAP between the human touch and also the benefits of automation? Well, Finn, really well-placed question. Um, We have just done something recently. You know, we recognize with everyone kind of locked down in their homes, uh, everyone was really longing for human connection to really, you know, connect with other people in new and creative ways other than just having a conversation about business topics over the phone. We created something called the HXM factor. So HXM is our vision. It's our strategy. It's success factors, the human experience management um, well, we created the HXM Factor Talent Show, and we had all of our uh, employees around the world 
submit their talents over video. And then on our all hands call where we had thousands of people join, uh, we highlighted the top three vote getters and their talent. And so one of them, for example, we had uh, one of our employees, Joanne in China, she played the Gozang from, um, it's, like a, it's like a horizontal harp and it was just this beautiful Zen music. And the whole, I mean, just all the praise that came in over the comments and people that were just cheering for her. It was an amazing experience of human connection through the use of technology. I suppose that's a really interesting thing you said, because I suppose almost through the, uh, the nature of uh, people working overseas, they don't always get to see that um, the, the abilities of people that they don't work with necessarily closely uh, exposed in that way. And I think also people are able to show off their abilities in a new way, not necessarily in the work environment purely. Right. And it you know, connects people like those talents and gifts that are different and unique. We also had a, uh, a choir, just these, uh, these voices, many different voices. It was over uh, Zoom. Uh, many different voices came together and created this amazing song. And that was also one of our, um, one of our talents. And just the way that we can connect through creativity and our gifts, I think it reminds us that we're, we are all human and we bring a lot to the table. No, that makes uh, that, that makes complete sense. And uh, I suppose, broadly speaking, in the culture that SAP Success Factors has, how do you think it enables uh, both the staff, uh, the, the high-level CIHRO, um, everyone in the company to really exp express their sort of best abilities to um, in what they do? You know, I think in this current environment, you know, as in the one before, we've seen a lot of change and, and change is just accelerating right now. And we're, we realize that um, our individuals, our employees, our companies, they need to reskill, they need to upskill, they need to stay inspired. And part of that is done through learning. And, and there's a lot of opportunities to learn virtually, but we have to understand the learner and understand why that person is learning. Some people learn because they have a certification they need to reach. Some people learn because um, it's important to improve in their job and they want to get better you know, in their current set of tasks. And then some just love to feed their souls with learning something new. Um, going back to the HXM Fractor for a minute, one of our employees taught himself how to play the electric guitar and the drums at the same time, right? I mean, how cool is that? And it was like a one-man band. Um, but, but we need to enable that learning and give time and encouragement and empowerment and then recognize the skills that are being built. Because reskilling and upskilling is gonna continue to be a huge element of keeping the workforce productive and driving to the right outcomes within your business. No, that's definitely true. And I think that um, from what you described, almost the access to L&D, it almost becomes a, an issue of D&I, mm -hmm. where creating the feeling that everyone in the company, no matter what, what level they're at, what their background is, they're able to access the same resources that allows them to move up in the world. Oh, Finn, that's a great point. It's a great point. And they need to have easy access to it. It needs to be in their language, right? There are lots of things that we need to promote in the learning space in order to enable this, this change and this continually accelerating change. We need talent from all over the world. We need skills from, you know, sets of skills with different experience sets, you know, to enable that in different ways. And, and if we really focus on people, we put people at the center of the learning experience, then we can make it so much better for them. People will want to learn. And that's when they learn best, when it's meaningful and when they're choosing to do it. No, definitely. I think you're, you're in quite a unique position where uh, sort of being from, um, sort of being in Asia, being in the US, you have uh, quite a broad, broad view of how sort of diversity and equality plays out 
in different parts of the world and how business solutions can benefit people uh, in sort of different ways. Well, we do. And, you know, sometimes our solutions can help bring those people together, right? They can help bring people together around a common vision. So for instance, performance and goals, you know, when we're rolling out the goals of the company, it helps everyone stay on the same page and understand the direction that we're going. Um, we have communications tools that help really deliver that vision so that people can understand it at deeper levels and know their part in delivering it. And when people understand the vision of the company, the outcomes you're trying to achieve, and then you can talk about that with a common language, you know that you can get there in a, in a more, um, in an accelerated way. And I just, I want to say one more thing here. Sometimes it takes a minute. You have to slow down for a minute in order to include those quieter perspectives or the perspectives that maybe don't speak your language, but it's always worth it in the end to bring those in because your decision will have a rich foundation. You'll have the buy-in from the overall organization. And it just always makes sense to start with an inclusive culture. No, definitely. I think um, any business that really managed to promote both the, you know, uh, the men, the women, the people identified uh, within the organization really do manage to succeed. It helps people achieve their full potential. No, that's right. Uh, you know, we, we are all complex individuals and you, you want to tap into all of those amazing strengths within each of your individuals. That's why this is all about human connection. So technology can aid us, but it's really all about humans connecting together. You know, one of the main things I've heard CHROs concerned about is not actually productivity. It's not actually, um, you know, how quickly they can learn. They know they've got initiatives on those fronts. They're worried about creativity. They're worried about how do you help people remain creative in this isolated environment. Uh, and and I'll admit creativity probably has taken a little bit of a hit across the globe, but right. we have found new ways to do that, right? And between Microsoft Teams and Zoom and all of our amazing technology, we come together and we can get creative. And, and just like the HXM factor, we've also used Mural, which is sort of like an online whiteboard. You know, there are a number of ways that you can bring a team together around technology and create an incredible experience uh, even though we're all sitting in our own kitchens and living rooms. No, definitely. I think that the um, there could be a lot of criticism for te technology, but um, the fact that it's able to bring people together, essentially in a way face-to-face, -face, it, it it works to um, realize that, that creative factor that you can still have these team meetings, you can still have these brainstorms and collaborations in a way that you can't do through a shared document or something like that. So I think it's down to um, people to realize the creative potential of technological platforms. Oh, spot on. And so, you know, if we can all leverage that technology, but remember that the end game is really about human connection and about um, maximizing the human potential toward our business outcomes, we're gonna get through this just fine and we'll probably be better on the other side. No, definitely, without a doubt. I suppose that something that matters to yourself and SAP success factors quite a lot is not only meeting metrics and um you know hitting objectives and making sure that people are engaged at work but also that the importance of values and behavior and not just assigning people as numbers in a spreadsheet we sincerely believe at sap success factors that when you take care of the human that when you put people at the center when you do all the things to help align those strengths of your employees towards your business outcomes the yeah. numbers happen they're just going to come up. They're going to, they're going to, you're going to grow. The trajectory is going to be incredible because you're taking advantage of all the strengths and the assets and the human. No, definitely. That makes, um, that makes fantastic sense. I think even in the, the product that SAP um, offers to the marketplace, 
allows uh, sort of different businesses, different employees to really achieve that potential. And measure it, right? So you're, you're first of all highlighting um, that it's the behaviors and the culture that matter most. It's aligning behind the outcomes. It's driving to that, um, to filling the experience gap and filling your skill gaps. Uh, and then the metrics, they simply follow and you can see it right there in your system. No, definitely. I suppose um, more broadly speaking, what do you think have been the most sort of um, positive outcomes for sort of um, diversity inclusion you've seen over the last couple of years? Well, you know, the awareness over the last couple of weeks has been incredible. Um, we can't forget that, as you mentioned, for the last few years, there has been some movement in the right direction. Maybe it hasn't been as quickly as it needed to in some areas. Um, it hasn't been uh, what we would like would have liked to see. Um, there are still obviously uh, there. There's still going to be areas of our communities and our cultures where we're going to have to battle the injustice. Right. However, in business today, I truly believe that there is a movement toward getting the right diversity and a spirit of inclusivity across our organizations. And we see that when companies do that, when they spend time focusing on getting those diverse perspectives applied to their business challenges, and as we mentioned, not just gender, not just race and ethnicity, not just your diversity, but all of them, you bring those together, um, you're gonna have amazing business outcomes. And, and so the more that, that companies see the success that's driven from that, the more they do it, right? And the more individuals and employees understand that their behavior ties into this, that as, a, as an individual employee, if you can just be more inclusive, just draw out those quieter perspectives um, on your on your conference call that day, you can really lead to a more rich business decision. And as we do those little things, it will create a culture and create the behaviors that we want to move forward um, to a really inclusive environment around the world. No, definitely. I think it's vital you bring out that point about um, intersectionality, because I think a problem uh, has been that sort of different uh, different groups of people have been too, too siloed in the past. But actually, businesses are now starting to realize that actually they are all part of a larger organism that needs to uh, develop in order to reach its potential. We've, we've even realized, you know, while we want to do it around the world within SAP, we also want to include um, our partners and, and helping our entire ecosystem work in that manner. And we want our products to promote that um, within the marketplace, you know, across all of our customer base. And so we have something called Business Beyond Bias. We look right now into how our solutions can evaluate job descriptions to see if, if they're written more for a male or a female. You know, how do we make sure that those are written, you know, in an equal way yeah. um, across both? We're also doing a research project right now to figure out how can we do that across other areas so that we can be truly inclusive and drive that through our technology. Oh, fantastic. Um, what do you what do you think are the for SAP success factors looking forward? Sort of the biggest sort of um, sort of challenges and opportunities uh, to face in order to um, sort of really reach its business potential in what it's trying to achieve. You know, I, we've touched on a lot of the things here today, Finn. It's been a really fun conversation. Um, I'll start with learning because we believe that that's key and critical to getting the entire market um, to a place where we can learn in an accelerated fashion with the people at the center. Secondly, filling, um, filling the skills gap. So where, where we need to, being able to quickly identify where businesses are going yeah. and then understand the skills that are needed and fill the skills gap to get there before, before it slows us down, before the skills gap starts to slow us down. 
And, and really all this is wrapped up in what we call HXM or human experience management. It's about putting people at the center so that it's um, natural and easy for them to conduct their daily business um, and to feel like they're engaged and inspired as they go to work every day. That sounds like a fantastic way of both ensuring staff engagement and securing the success of the business for the time ahead. Unfortunately, I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much to Jill for joining us and for sharing some thoughts. I really hope we get the chance to collaborate again. Thank you to everyone at home who's listened. If you'd like to hear more content from HRD Connect, make sure you like HRD Community on Twitter and LinkedIn and we'll keep you updated.